Okay, it was Fat Tuesday, Mardi Gras, and Blake Rafino, who's never late, showed up late to the party this morning. Blake, welcome in. Blake, are I mean, you there? Bill, yeah, I mean, Bill, listen, this is called what it is. If I'm not late on Mardi Gras, Louisiana would kick me out, or, you know, kick me out. It's a rite you of know. passage is what it is. <laughs> well, I mean, just don't try. I mean, it's Ash Wednesday, Bill. Don't try to go to church at 6 o'clock and think that you're going to get out of there before an hour and a half. <laughs> and you better bring your phone, okay? Yeah, so because I'm, Brett Ciancia hit me up, said I need to go early because I've got mass at 6.30. So, I understand. Yeah, I totally yeah, Bill, and, You know, I'm just trying to do my Catholic duties this morning. My God, it's, it didn't work out for me. <laughs> did the uh, did they have the fireball out last night? Any any word on that? No, I did not have any fireball, Bill. Uh, but it was out. Um, you know, a couple of couple of people hit me up and said, "Hey, come to Mardi Gras in New Orleans," and I'm like, I would rather wrestle an alligator right now than go out to New Orleans and have to go to Mardi Gras. Um, but they sent me some some photos, and they got uh, a couple guys got a. Uh, a fifth of fireball, somebody on the float said, I'm drunk, have this, and threw it at him. So, seemed like they had a great time. First time I ever was part of the beads and all that. I think I told you this was 96, the SEC tournament in March, when Mississippi State won it with Dante Jones. It beat Kentucky. And Kentucky won the national championship that year. And it was New Orleans. It was it wasn't Mardi Gras, but on Bourbon Street, because the SEC tournament was down there at the Superdome, it was just like Mardi Gras. I mean, oh, Bourbon man. Street, and for people, obviously Blake lives down there, but, but if you haven't been there, it's much more narrow than you think it is when you see it on TV. It looks like those streets are wide. They're not wide at all. And so everybody's crammed in there, and that's the first time Blake had ever seen all those beads flying around and everything. I didn't even know that was a thing. Oh, yeah, it's the thing. Now, you know what's crazy, Bill, is Tuesday you're supposed to go out and commit. You know, you go do what you do, and then Wednesday, I mean, Tuesday you spend as much as you can, Wednesday you go get it washed away. Welcome to Louisiana. Only place you try to go and sin on a Tuesday and repent on a Wednesday. (laughs) All right. Might as well get to Malik Neighbors. What's going on there? Obviously, he was out the other night. Uh, Yeah, Bill, um... I mean, I don't know what to say other than a silly decision to carry a gun, talking about Bourbon Street, um, was shot by police. I and Bill, we got this confirmed. Just so, yeah. It got shot by police. He's like, look, man, what's in your pocket? He goes, look, I have, you know, uh, you know, he tells them, Louisiana's an uh, open carry state. They're like, well, the city is it. And so he, he's like, look, man, I got, a, I got a piece on me. And the police take it from him. Um, and they bring him to Orleans Parish Prison, or Orleans Parish Jail, and he was released on his own cognizance. The misdemeanor in the city, Bill, he wouldn't have been, he wouldn't have been charged if he wasn't in the city. Uh, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to be insensitive to this, uh, but Bill, come on. I, I mean, he should, he was chilling, shouldn't have had it, shouldn't have been doing it, but at the same time, I mean, Louisiana Bill, it's not – I mean, you can you can have it in open care. Um, so, 
I, I'm not going to Monday morning quarterback a, a police officer, but a summons could have been issued. Take the gun, give him a summons, move on. Misdemeanor. I mean, you know, it is what it is. Now, what Brian Kelly's going to say that he's going to come out with, he'll probably just say it's foolish and let him run, Bill. Tell him not to do it again. But I don't think that it's, you know, I don't think it's as serious as some have said. But it is foolish for him to have a gun. I get it. Some people won't agree with that. But I guess it just depends on what, what side of the fence that you go on. I watched LSU baseball Friday because I wanted to see Paul Skeens. I'd only really seen footage of him, and everybody in America wanted him in the transfer portal. Tony Valls brought him in first, ended up visiting. He even came to Vanderbilt, visited LSU, <laughs> probably a bunch of other places I don't even know. But he's at LSU, and on Friday, and again, the opponent wasn't really prepared to fight back. But he looked as good. A lot of times when I get the hype like that, I'm disappointed. Happens in football to me all the time. Baseball, too. He didn't do anything to disappoint me in that game. No, I mean, he's going he's gonna to continue to do it. Bill, I mean, Bill, at 100 pitches, he threw a 99 mile an hour fastball for a strikeout. The dude's good. I, and it's not, and I get that it's against Western Michigan. Okay. Well, two weeks ago, or was it three weeks ago? Three weeks ago, he did it to LSU's lineup. Okay, I mean, this when we went to that scrimmage, I mean, he did it to LSU. I mean, you got the probably the number one overall pick, and Dylan Cruz in there. You got Thomas White. He had almost 30 home runs last year. I, I mean, Bill, it's not as if that he wasn't doing this, you know, to them too. So, I mean, he's been pretty wiped out for over the last month um, that we've seen, been able to lay our eyes on him, but. You know, Bill, the crazy thing is we thought that he would be a two-way player. He has yet to take a, uh, an at-bat, and I understand why when you pitch like that. So, I mean, I, I, it is what it is. I mean, he hasn't complained about not hitting. You know, Bill, the last time that we saw him hit, um, literally he went two for two with a home run and a double, and he still hasn't hit the, he still hasn't hit the, the plate yet. And so LSU is so deep. At the plate, that Bill. I mean, if, if they really needed him, he could go out there and do it. But right now, they have not needed him. Obviously, yesterday they they scored 18 runs. Trey Morgan hit for the cycle. There, it's the deep Bill. It's the deepest that I think that I can remember them being since 2009, uh, the last time that they won a national championship. This team is loaded when it comes to that. I don't know what. Jay Johnson's going to do with Skeens other than pitch him. But Ben McDonough was saying on that broadcast, that first one, that in his opinion, with an arm like that, you cannot have him in that batter's box with a chance to get hit on that arm. You just can't. And, Bill, I'm going to tell you, if, if Ben's saying that, then that's coming straight from Jay, 1,000%. Right. You know, so those two are peas and, peas and pods. So – I just, I mean, if it's coming from Ben, you know, it's coming from the horse's mouth. And I agree. I mean, Bill, if he's going to do that, you got a Friday night guy. LSU has not had this type of talent in a long time. So I'm okay with it. But, but, but again, if you need him, Bill, he's still taking BP in practice, you know, and he's still doing things uh, with a bat just in case. But I don't know why you would, you would try to challenge him. Now, I don't know if you saw this, Bill, but Florida, I forget the Sunday starter. The kid, he's a lefty, he threw 97, and last night they were down in South Florida, 
and he hit a home run to uh, give them the lead, and he's a two-way player too. So we're seeing a couple more of these guys that can come in here and pitch at a really high level and go to the plate and hit, and hit, and hit bombs. Tommy Chanks in that game, first game, on first, getting his lead off, diving back. Now, I've seen this. I've seen guys disconnect. Usually it's sliding into second, though, not diving back just from a couple right. of yards, a couple of feet out. But he hurt either his shoulder or his elbow, his hand. You said that they felt like once they got to him and looked at him, it probably wasn't as bad as fear. No, it wasn't, Bill. It was something that he's been dealing with. And now, it hadn't been popped out since he's been at LSU, um, but something that he dealt with in NC State. Uh, Jay kind of got a little aggravated saying that, look, it, it, you know, he thought that there was an overreaction, but although it was an overreaction, he said, he understands the um, how scared Tommy White was. You know, like, man, I can't believe this is happening. It's on my throwing shoulder. I don't want anything bad to happen. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he played Friday. Now, from what I understand, from the, from talking to the medical staff on Sunday uh, when we were there, they said now it's just a pain tolerance and we're just going to monitor that he could – they think that he's going on Friday. They think that he's starting on Friday. So, if that's the case, then LSU gets a very, very big um, bat back, and now they're just even more scary. But I'm glad that he didn't – you because know, sometimes, even if he's not LSU, Sometimes you have really good players and a stupid injury keeps them back and you don't get the same play. I don't want that for anybody. I don't want that for any team around the country. I want to see him play. Blake Rafino joins us each and every Wednesday. Any other news in football? Anything happening with football news? Yeah, Bill, Brian Polian um, being moved. I know it's something that I, me and you had talked about last, like last week off the air. Um, but Brian Polian um, being moved pretty much as the assistant to the head coach. I think that there are a couple of guys out there from a special teams coordinator. Uh, Marty Biaggi from Ole Miss is a guy whose name continues to come up. He was with Brian Kelly in 2016. Um, look, Bill, I heard that there have been some, you know, some, some issues with Brian Polian and some staff members. And special teams was really bad at LSU. So we, you get into a situation where I, I think this is the best thing for Brian Polian. I, I think what he's done in the transfer portal and recruiting and roster management, though, because he's been over. Bill has been extremely impressive. You got you can't you can't argue that what they, he's done in the portal the last two years. He's been extremely impressive. But Bill, when it comes to special teams and being one of the guys that's one of the coaches of the ten, it's just not it's just not been working out. So. Um, I think the fans are more excited that Brian Pol- uh, that Brian Kelly is not like Les Miles, and it's it's, it's the fans. We'll just move on from it. It doesn't matter who you are, and we're here to win. And so I, I think it for everybody, it's the best thing that could have happened. I agree, and and the good thing is they got him in a position of strength where he does excel, and and that was the right thing to do. Special teams were a problem this year. That's got to be addressed, and you just talked about it. Do you have any thoughts on this Brandon Miller story that everybody has an opinion on? Um, Bill, I mean, so the only problem I have is that the detective testified 
and he said, "Bill, and I'm quoting. We read this last night in from from the from the from his testimony. We believe beyond a shadow. We believe that there's a chance that Brandon Miller was the one that brought him the weapon. Bill, I, I don't know anybody's white backgrounds, but in my legal background and someone who's testified multiple times, hundreds of times before in my life, you better not go up there and say that you believe. If you, beyond a shadow of a doubt, have probable cause that you know that he did something and that he broke the law, why aren't you arresting him? You built is the number one unwritten rule for detectives that if you, if you do not go on the stand and bring something up like that and say that you believe that you have evidence and not present it. Now, did he do it? I don't know. And if he did break the law, okay, you got to do what you got to do. But at the same time, at the same time, if you if you're a police officer, you better not go into court and say that you believe the you believe that there's a very strong chance that he's the one that brought him the weapon. You know, but at the but at the same time though, Bill, I, I mean, what is, does Alabama not? I mean, what does Alabama do here? Do they suspend him until further notice? I mean, and then what if he gets cleared? So I, I just I think it's a very difficult situation and a situation I don't think Nate Oates should be making. I think that their athletic department should step in and say, Nate, you gotta do this. Okay? Because he's gonna he's wanting to win foot basketball games and he might his 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 judgment may be clouded. Now the words of what he said though yesterday was pretty silly and and juvenile to some extent. But I, I just don't know I don't know the case enough, Bill, to I only only from what I read from the detective testimony which I, I think is absolutely foolish. Blake Rafino checks in with us each and every Wednesday from down in the boot. LSU plays again, what, today? And then they have a series coming up this weekend, right? No, they played yesterday. You talking about baseball? Yeah. Uh, they played yesterday. They played Southern, and they're going to go out to Round Rock, uh, Texas. And they'll play Kansas State, Iowa, San Houston State, and then Tuesday in the midweek they'll play Texas. So, um, Big Ten challenge, Bill. They want to go out there and they're going to they're going to challenge themselves. Let's hope that they can win a couple um, and come on home. Is their pitching? And I've only got thirty seconds deep behind Skeets. Okay. Yeah, been really good. Bill I, Christian Little came in yesterday. It's been really good. Um, uh, I, I think so the Sunday star Chase Shores was a little bit rocky, uh, but their bullpen came in and didn't give up a hit. Every time, Bill, of the, I think the bullpen has given up three or four hits, and two of them were home runs. Blake Money came in, gave up a home run, and then struck out, I think, four or five. So they, they, they've been pretty lights out. So the pitching staff has been pretty good so far this season. So, I was going to do, I think it's going to go on Friday night. Him and Skeens will go toe-to-toe. I think it's going to be two first-round picks going at it. So it should be a, a heck of a game if they do All go right, up against each other. I forget the days. We'll see you next week. Thanks, Bill. Go Tigers. There is Blake Rafino.